19 Sivan, Yud Tes Sivan. Tzadik, his praise, 401. He said, all the great tzaddikim reached extraordinary levels, but having reached their level, they stayed there. As for me, thank God I become a different person with every new moment. He cited the opposition he endured as proof of this. For the tzaddik is called a tree, Psalms 92.13, and he has roots and branches. Now every tzaddik, before he can attain a new level, must endure opposition. For the rabbi said, Strife is like the inroad made by a burst of water. Sanhedrin 7a. Meaning, strife and opposition are the category of water. It is the water, the opposition, which elevates the tzaddik. But as for me, the rabbi continued, I need constant opposition, because I am constantly moving from level to level every moment. If I knew I am now standing where I was previously... I would reject myself completely in this world. 402. I heard the same idea from some other followers of the Rebbe, though it was expressed slightly differently. Once, some of his followers were complaining to him that they found it hard to bear the opposition and persecution they suffered. The Rebbe said to them, Believe me, I have the power to make peace with the whole world, and then I would not have a single opponent. But what can I do? There are levels and palaces which it is impossible to reach except through the opposition one encounters. There is proof of this in the fact that Moses himself had opposition. Moses certainly had the power to draw the whole of the Jewish people after him. It is written of him that Moses assembled all the congregation of the children of Israel, Exodus 35.1, because Moses was the collective consciousness of the Jewish people and it was within his power to assemble them all and draw them towards him. Yet in spite of this, it is written that they looked after Moses, Exodus 33.8, which the rabbis interpreted negatively, Kedushin 33b. There are other examples of opposition to Moses as well, for there are certain levels that cannot be reached except through the opposition one suffers. The rabbis said, Strife is like the inroad made by a burst of water, Sanhedrin 7a. As it is written, the beginning of strife is as when one lets out water. Proverbs 17.14 It is written that man is a tree of the field. The literal translation of Deuteronomy 20.19 With a tree, the more water it is given, the more it grows. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom 162 The Rebbe once fasted from Shabbat to Shabbat while living in Zlatopolia. By Friday afternoon, he was so weak that he had to be carried to the mikvah. He said that the reason he became so faint was because knowledge of his fasts had become public. The Rebbe lived in town and had his private room where he could practice his devotions. Still, he would often walk in the woods and fields and seclude himself in prayer. I once walked with the Rebbe through Medvedevka, where he lived earlier. We strolled all through the fields and hills. The Rebbe gestured toward the hills and meadows and said, See all these fields and hills around the city? See all the other places near the town? I was in all these places. I went to each of them many times and secluded myself in prayer. The Rebbe pointed to a mountain near the city. He said, There is a very high place on top of that mountain, and in the middle of it there is a small depression. I would climb to the top and seclude myself there. This was my favorite place. I would go there many times. There were also other places. All this took place in Medvedevka, where the Rebbe was already a renowned tzaddik. This is aside from the many times he engaged in Hitbodidut earlier when he lived in a nearby village. See his wisdom number 117. 
earlier as well, when the Rebbe lived in Mezhbizh and later in Zlatopolia and here in Breslov, the Rebbe would spend much time every day in Hitbodedut. Many times he spent the whole day in Hitbodedut. The Alephbet Book, Charity, A. 20. On Rosh Hashanah, it is determined how much money each person will lose during the coming year. If he is worthy, he gives it to poor people. 21. Jerusalem will be redeemed through charity. 22. The evil Ahab had half his sins forgiven because he gave charity. 23. Hospitality saves one from the sin of idolatry. 24. So great is hospitality that failing to be hospitable repulses those who are near, while being hospitable draws near those who are distant. 25. Hosting an idolater in one's home causes one's children to suffer exile. 26. When people do not give charity, the government issues evil decrees and takes their money from them. 27. Give charity with both hands and your prayers will be heard. 28. By being generous, you will be able to stand your ground. Kitzer Likutei Moharan 1. Lesson number 190. 1. The true tzaddik, who is an aspect of Moses, has no free will with regard to those things that God has explicitly commanded to do, and he is compelled to fulfill them. Rather, his free will is mainly to ascertain and determine God's will in those areas in which he does not reveal it explicitly, as in, Moses added a day of, on his own initiative, Shabbat 87a, referring to the giving of the Torah, when God told Moses to have the people ready in two days' time, and Moses added an extra day on his own initiative. Herein lay Moses' free will to decide whether or not to receive and accept the Torah, for it was possible to receive the Torah only after three days, which is what actually happened. But God did not say this to him. He told him only two days. Then Moses had to understand on his own, and he chose to receive the Torah and to add one additional day. Lesson number 191. 1. All of the pleasure and delight of the world to come, and all of the 310 worlds, which the Holy One, blessed be He, is going to bequeath to each and every tzaddik, are experienced only in the heart. For the heart can grasp in the little space that it occupies that which is unfathomable and without number. See Job 9.10. And it is there, in the heart, that one experiences all of these pleasures and delights. Therefore, it is possible that a person may be sitting beside his friend in Gan Eden, and one of them will be experiencing every kind of pleasure and delight in all of the 310 worlds, while his friend, even though he is sitting right there next to him, will feel absolutely nothing. This is because the latter's heart lacks all of the favors and delights that his companion, the tzaddik, feels within his heart. Fortunate is this tzaddik. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, The Seven Beggars The common people, however, did not become atheists. The arguments of the wise men were so deep and subtle that the common people could not grasp them, and therefore they were not harmed by these ideas. But the king's son and the wise men all became atheists. Nevertheless, the king's son had a spark of good in him. He had been born with good, and he had a good nature. Whenever he contemplated his situation and realized what he was doing, he would moan and sigh because he had fallen into such confused beliefs. Realizing that he had fallen into error, he would moan and sigh very much. But then he would try to think logically, and he would once again become immersed in his atheistic ideas. This happened many times. When he contemplated, he would moan and sigh. But as soon as he began to think logically, his atheistic ideas would overwhelm him. 
One day there was a mass flight from a certain country. All the people fled, and in the course of their flight, they passed through a forest. There, a boy and girl were lost. One person lost a little boy, and another lost a little girl. They were both small children, around four or five years old. The children did not have any food. They began to scream and weep because they did not have anything to eat. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 1, Letter number 173 Reb Mordechai, may his light shine, would also do well to come here, for a number of reasons. All his sins were unquestionably forgiven as a result of the great humiliation that he suffered, and he stood up to the test. All of us have certainly obtained much atonement for sins, but the more one suffers, God save us, the greater the reward. Thank God the community leaders here are with us all the way. Thank God. God will save us. Your idea that you wrote about traveling to Ladizin is pure foolishness, and I'm surprised you even considered it. But we cannot change the past. We have no one to lean on but our Father in Heaven. The time for the morning prayers has arrived. Last Shabbat I spoke about the teaching, conceptions of godliness can only be obtained, etc., and for this you must have a Rebbe who is very, very great indeed. Likutei Moharan 1, 30, 2. See Likutei Halachot, Basar Bechalav 5. Ashrenu, happy are we that we have merited to hear all this. This is what comforts us in our destitution. What can we return to God for all the good He has given us? Rejoice in God. Fortify your hearts mightily, all you who hope in God. The words of your Father, hoping to see you soon, enjoy. Nassim of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades, and in particular to Reb Shimshon. May his light shine. You will realize that what I said above is intended for all of you as well. Take careful notice of everything that happens to a person in this world. There are troubles and tribulations without number, overall and for each individual. This evil is different from that evil, as is written, Ecclesiastes 2.23. All his days are grief and pain, for man was born to suffer. And the Shalah wrote a verse on the same theme, There is no moment without flaw, no hour without evil, no day, no week, no month, no year. Look it up. So then, hundreds of years ago, the world was also full of suffering. For from the day the Holy Temple was destroyed, every day is more cursed than the previous. Sota 48a It is only the Holy Torah that gives us vitality and that allows us to survive, especially when the true tzaddikim, pillars of Torah and prayer, develop new Torah insights. Ashrenu, happy are we that we merited to know about the true tzaddik who was here in our time, the foundation of the world. Were it not for the salt, that is the light of the true tzaddik, the world would never be able to endure the bitterness. See Likutei Moharan 23.3 And God, with His miracles, revealed all this to us. I cannot go on about this any longer. Fortify yourselves determinedly. Do not fear them or be intimidated. Do not be afraid of their many chariots and the shouts of those who imbibe their intoxicating wine, their drunken shouts. The Lord our God is with you, and He will save you. This is the camp of the Holy Ark, the Torah that He, in His abundant mercy and loving kindness, revealed to us. These very books, the ones they are ripping up, disgracing, and trampling upon so much, are going to save us. From the dust of our destitution and lowliness, they will pick us up and raise us up high. Through them, the world will be saved. They are our life and the length of our days, in this world and the next, forever. Nasan the same. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter number 422. 
with Thanks to God, Tuesday, Achare, the 11th of Nisan, 5603, Breslov. Warm greetings to my dear beloved son. May he live. I received all your letters this week and last. Thus far has God's compassion helped me, and what I said came true, that I would owe you no more than 30 new rubles at Pesach. This is indeed a miracle and an amazing display of divine providence. It is good to thank God, whose compassion has helped me thus far. You, however, are too particular with me when it comes to lending me money. I hope to God, though, that I will not need to borrow from you any more. Salvation is in God's hands. I have written you all this in the hope that from now on perhaps you will cease to ruminate so much over every slight matter. It certainly is true that a person must beware of dishonesty when dealing with other people's money, of going into debt, and of entering into enterprises which are beyond his means. And thank God you are careful about this. But it really is inappropriate to be so deliberating, especially in the matter of 30 or 40 new rubles, and in particular when it is for such an important project. I ask you, though, do not be downhearted or worried over the fact that I am writing about this, because I bear you no grudge whatsoever. Starting now, my son, be careful to bring yourself to joy with what you, you yourself wrote in your letter, that you know that a light such as the Rebbe is shining in the world, a light which is so concealed and hidden from everyone. But for us, with God's kindness, His light is shining, and at least we do not oppose Him, God forbid. The wondrous kindness that God has done and is still doing with us in this way every single day is a matter of no small significance. But the Rebbe already revealed to us that a person must inevitably experience bitterness in order to attain true peace. This is how the Rebbe explained the verse, For the sake of peace I have great bitterness, and you desire to save my soul from destruction. Lekutei Moharan 1, 27, 7 The essence of true peace which is a cure for both body and soul eternally, is when people do not oppose the point of truth, the light of the true tzaddik in whom we take shelter forever. Outside of this, there is no peace in the world. There is a great deal to say about this, more than the page could hold, but it is necessary to suffer bitterness for this peace. And if the bitterness does cut to the quick, the peace, the healing, the wondrous demonstrations of salvation and all the blessings which are elicited by such a complete man set everything right. All this is embodied in the idea of the bitter herbs, which have to be eaten with the Pesach sacrifice and matzah. These latter two represent extremely lofty and exalted levels of understanding, which make peace between Israel and their Father in Heaven and in all the worlds. They connect those who dwell on high spiritual levels with those who dwell down below on low spiritual and low spiritual levels, and they make his godliness known and manifest in all the worlds. This revelation is accomplished primarily, however, through those who dwell down below, by us lowly beings in this world, and particularly in this end of days, in this long and bitter exile. It is precisely through us, through our eating of the bitter herbs and matzah as a remembrance of the holy temple, and through our performance of the Pesach Seder, that God's divinity is revealed in all the worlds, but we must include the bitter herbs which remind us of how the Egyptians embittered our lives, Exodus 1, 14, and which must accompany this matzah because only through bitterness is it possible to receive peace, as discussed above. Shemot HaTzadikim, Rabbeinu Yono, Rabbi Yosef Chaviva, author of Nimuke Yosef, Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Sheshet, Harivash, Rabbeinu Yomtov, author of Magid Mishnah, Harav Rabbi Yomtov Bar Avraham, 
author of Migdal Oz, Rav Machir, Rabbi Yosef Chaviv Sephardi, Rabbi Yaakov Moilin Bar Moshe Halevi, Maharil, Rabbi Shalom Maharash, Rabbi Yisrael Israel, author of Truman Hadeshin, Rabbi Yaakov Moilin and Rabbi Aaron were his rabbis. Rabbi Yaakov Weil, Rabbi Yitzchak Kanfatin Be Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yitzchak Dilion, Rabbi Yitzchak Abuhav, author of Menorat Hamaor, Rabbi Shmuel Valansi Ben Harav Rabbi Avraham, Rabbi Yosef Kolon Bar Shlomo Maharik, Rabbi Yaakov Barav Shmuel, author of the Agur, Rabbi Yosef Kikatilia, author of Shari Ora, Rabbi Yitzchak Dimin Ako, student of the Ramban, Rabbi Yosef Ben Shraga, Rabbi Ovadja Mibartenura, Rabbi Levi Barabbi Yaakov Ben Chaviv, Rabbi Yaakov Beirav, Rabbi Moshe Al Shakar, Rabbi Yehuda Mintz, Rabbi Meir Padva, Rabbi Shlomo Alkabetz, Rabbi Moshe Al Sheikh Barabbi Chaim, Rabbi Shmuel Kalai, author of Mishpatei Shmuel, Rabbi Yosef Ben Lev, Rabbi Shachna, Rabbi Elazar Azkari, Rabbi Yosef Saragosi, Rabbi David Ben Zimra, Rabbi Shlomo Luria, Rabbi Eliyahu Balshem, Rabbi Yitzchak Barabbi B'Tzalel. Rabbi Nussan's Prayers 2, Prayer Number 5 Help me and your entire nation, the Jewish people, to merit being on the level of sons to you and not on the level of servants. As in the verse, you are sons to Hashem your God. Give us permission to seek in the treasure house of the king, like a son who goes through his father's treasure house. Have mercy on us as a man who has mercy on his son who serves him. May we distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between the person who serves God and one who does not serve him. May the verse be realized, I will have mercy on them as a man has mercy on his son who serves him, and you will return and discern between the righteous and the wicked between the person who serves God and the one who does not serve Him. Bring us our righteous Mashiach quickly in our days. May the light of His holy wisdom illumine us until we know Your ways, until we understand why in some cases the righteous man prospers and in other cases the righteous man suffers, and why in some cases the wicked person prospers and in other cases the wicked person suffers. May we know, understand, and grasp the ways of Your holy judgments. For You are righteous, Hashem, and your judgments are straight. May we attain the entire rectification of judgment through our righteous Mashiach. May he come quickly in our days. As the verse states, David's prayer concerning Solomon, God, give your judgments to King Solomon, your righteousness to the son of King David. May he judge your nation with justice and your poor with judgment. May he judge the poor of the nation, save the sons of the impoverished, and crush the oppressor. Help us attain the secrets of the Torah, and raise and bring forth the judgment of holiness from the lowest depths. Depth calls to depth. Pour forth your waters. Raise judgment from your depths. May the judgment of holiness return to its place. May the verse be realized, justice will be revealed like water, and righteousness like a mighty river. May our lungs always be whole, physically and spiritually. Guard us and rescue us always, so that we suffer no blemish, lack, discomfort or pain in our lungs, neither physical nor spiritual. May our lungs always be perfect and whole. May we at last draw unto ourselves the holiness of the holy lungs from their supernal root above, which is composed of all of these holy rectifications that we have mentioned before you. In your vast compassion, fulfill all of our desires for the good. Draw unto us all of these rectifications and illumine us with these in the most complete way. These are the rectification of faith, 
the rectification of the covenant and the mind, the nullification of egotism, the rectification of dreams, the rectification of food by means of joy, the rectification of judgment, and all of the other rectifications that are incorporated into these, those that we have mentioned before you and those that we have not mentioned before you. With all of these rectifications, aided by your vast compassion, may we quickly come to serve you in truth and in complete faith, in great joy and true humility, in ultimate truth, in accordance with your good will, from now and forever. Amen. Selah. Prayer number six. May it be your will, Hashem our God and God of our fathers, that you make me joyful always. Help me perform all of the mitzvot and engage in all holy matters with great power until I sweat when I perform the mitzvah or the holy matter. As a result, may all of the turbid blood with all of the evil poisons in it emerge from me. May it all go out by means of a good sweat as I engage in these holy matters. As a result, may I dominate the spleen which constitutes the turbidity of the blood from which depression comes, heaven forbid. May I always be joyful. May I drive out and destroy depression and bitterness so that they will have no control over me and no hold on me whatsoever. May I only be joyful always. Have compassion on me and on your entire nation, the Jewish people. Guard us and rescue us from every type of illness, pain, or weakness. Have mercy in all of the sick of your nation, the Jewish people, who are already bedridden by quickly sending them a good sweat. May all of the evil poisons of the turbid blood emerge from them, and as a result, may they be healed completely in your compassion. Send them and all of us truly great joy. May the joy of the festival be drawn onto us by means of the good sweat of holiness. May we utilize all of our abilities when we perform every mitzvah and every action that you wish, until we experience a good sweat. In this way, may we always attain the joy of the festival. May we rejoice in you always, every day of the year, over the fact that in your vast compassion you chose us from all of the nations, elevated us above all of the tongues, sanctified us with your commandments, brought us close, our King, to serve you, and called your great and holy name upon us. Pushing Away Depression Master of the world, you know how terribly depression harms us, heaven forbid. But what can we do? Depression and bitterness overcome us constantly with tremendous, limitless power until the strength of the porter has collapsed. And what shall we do after the effect that our sins have had? You have urged us to strengthen ourselves so that we will always be joyful. Every person, whatever he is like, must strengthen himself to push away depression and bitterness and force himself with all his might to be joyful always. Therefore, I have come to you, who are filled with compassion, to have pity, mercy, and compassion on us at all times. Help us gladden our souls with every type of counsel and in every way, so that we will remove depression from ourselves at every moment, and always be joyful. May the joy of the Holy Festival be drawn onto us every day. May we study and believe your deeds and wonders, Hashem. You perform great and awesome wonders and miracles with us every day to strengthen us and grasp us and encourage us so that we will never fall, heaven forbid. You have already opened our minds to see a little from afar of the kindness, wonders, and favors that you perform on our behalf every day, at every moment. As the verse states, This has come from Hashem. It is wondrous in our eyes. This is the day that Hashem made. We will rejoice and be happy on it. Give joy to the soul of your servant, because Hashem, 
I lift my soul to you. Strengthen me and encourage me. Help me and save me in the ways of your kindness and awesome wonders, so that I will always be truly joyful. Amen. So may it be your will.